This is News Talk. Well, we'll begin with the Irish Independent. Of course, as you'd imagine, lots and lots and lots of photographs of Limerick on the papers today. The front of the Irish Independent, they choose Limerick's Geroad Hegarty, celebrating after scoring his side's goal during the All-Ireland Senior Hurling Final against Kilkenny at Croke Park yesterday. What an incredible game. Uh, And I know a lot of people gave up the nice sunny weather to go inside and actually watch it, or indeed maybe they brought the radio outside to listen to it if they weren't lucky enough to get a ticket. And uh, the some amount of celebrating being done in Limerick. I expect some of those celebrating probably aren't even in bed yet. Such was the three years of celebrations, but a great game yesterday and great respect between the two teams as well. We'll have more on that on News Talk Breakfast this morning when they'll be live to the team hotel after the big win for Limerick there. And certainly a game that I think should be shown around the world to people to showcase Ireland and to showcase hurling at the top level. The main story in the front of the Irish Independent is about pornography which is going to be studied in the junior cert uh, a new junior cert curriculum will see pornography studied in the classroom for the very first time in Ireland a revamp for the teaching of young teenagers to be published today could prove controversial according to the Irish Independent among some parents because the draft curriculum will tackle pornography with reference to the online world and sharing of sexual images it will also deal with consent and gender stereotyping and the Irish Independent understands that the demand for addressing things like porn is student-led and the Department of Education concluded that the current approach to such educations in schools was heavily concerned with the risks and dangers of relationships and sexuality and didn't look at the positive, healthy aspects of those things. So we'll see how that goes down with members of the public. But then you hear that Vodafone survey out this morning, 9 and 10 parents worried about what their children seeing online so maybe no harm that their children have some education about what they could come across online the Irish Times says that the government is considering part funding building thousands of student beds on university campuses which have been shelved due to soaring construction costs so you used to see lots of apartments being built around colleges not happening as much now because it's so expensive to build and fears are mounting that student accommodation shortages will reach crisis levels in September due to a shortage of private rented accommodation and of course obviously pressure to house Ukrainian refugees as well. So the news this morning is that the state might get involved and start helping to build on-campus student beds. Uh, The Irish Times also says that free hot meals are going to be expanded to early childcare settings. Meals on Wheels programmes are going to be ramped up and there's going to be a significant increase in welfare payments targeted at children. Now this is if Minister for Social Inclusion Joe O'Brien gets his way. He's going to publish a high-level mapping report on food poverty today and look at the worst impacts of food poverty and obviously there are some hot meals available in schools but now they're saying well that should happen at an earlier age so in childcare in creches that the young the very young children would get free hot meals for some of the poorest children. So that report to be published later today. 
The Irish Examiner main story is that Climate Minister Eamon Ryan is adamant that strict carbon emission targets requiring a reduction in the national herd will be introduced. The Green Party leader stressing that farmers will be given alternative income streams and will be financially rewarded for adopting to more green practices. But Eamon Ryan very much insisting that the cut to the national herd will happen. Uh, Other story in the front of the Examiner is about women who say they cannot have trust in the cervical check screening programme until the testing of slides is carried out in Ireland. In case you're not aware, all samples uh, under the cervical check screening programme are still being sent abroad for analysis because uh, we had the cyber attack and obviously that's having a big impact on services. And now cervical check campaigner Lynn Fenton says people would have a bit more faith in the system if it was the way that we uh, analyse the slides in Ireland is what she's suggesting. She says certainly there would be more transparency and what is definitely needed is more transparency and more honesty to talk to us like we are humans. The Irish Daily Mail looks at politics. Fine Gael fear as squeezed middle is ignored yet again. The government privately admitting now that its cost of living reliefs have not helped the squeezed middle. The Irish Daily Mail has learned that the coalition is planning an array of emergency measures in the autumn, particularly to do with the fuel allowance. And one Fine Gael source said there's recognition that significant amounts of money will have to be allocated to fuel poverty. People are going to be cold this winter, but the Mail also reporting that there's some ease in Fine Gael that maybe the party is neglecting its voter base and, you know, people who, as the phrase has been used before, the people who get up early in the morning, have they been neglected by this current government? The Irish Daily Star, Stokes not off scot-free. The Irish Daily Mirror, ex-Ireland ace Stokes caught and cuffed. And the Irish Sun, fugitive Stokes busted. This is the news that Anthony Stokes was brought to Scotland last night, a year after his arrest warrant was issued. Of course, Anthony Stokes, very well-known footballer, former Celtic and Ireland striker, arrived in Dundee, handcuffed to a guard after a flight from Belfast after he failed to turn up for sentencing last June on a harassment verdict, a guilty verdict there. Now, we're all getting used to the very hot weather. I had friends texting me at four this morning who couldn't sleep, who would normally be sound asleep, but the heat was keeping them awake. The advice in the Irish Independent this morning, obviously people will have their windows and doors open because you can't live if you have them closed constantly. And when you do open them up, it tends to attract flies and insects of various different kinds coming into your house. But there's a plea in the Irish Independent and advice in the paper this morning, put away the swatter. Don't be swatting, don't be killing the insects. Experts are pleading with the scared and squeamish to please not swat. Flies can be our friends, wasps are warriors for the good, and ants are harmless. This is according to Dr Dara Stanley, who's a lecturer in entomology at UCD, who says that insects really do get a bad rap because people often worry about being stung or bitten, but insects are really, really important, so stop swatting them including the wasps, which I'm absolutely terrified of, but I promise I won't kill any in the house. Now, what other news do we have for you? Oh, big news this morning, which you may not have heard if you were in bed early last night, but it's in the mail. It managed to get it in the paper. A marriage, 20 years in the making. But last night, it seemed Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck have finally tied the knot. They got married in Las Vegas in the Little White Chapel there. A very cheap wedding, by all accounts. Three months after they were engaged 
for a second time uh, and they've lovely statements out on social media which doesn't make it into the papers but they outline how uh, they were in a queue to get married just like a number of other couples out there so certainly they didn't spend a fortune on the actual wedding itself and uh, they got the licence very very quickly as you do in Vegas and they're now married after the first time they were engaged and I think at that stage didn't Ben Affleck get cold feet and then they broke up and now they're back together. Final story comes from the mirror. A warning if you're talking to your colleagues. And in particular, if you like using emojis when talking to your colleagues, winking emojis are causing office rows because the symbol means different things between the generations. And I'd have to say, if a colleague sent me a winky face, it, I do think it's a little bit inappropriate. But anyway, young people see the symbol as someone flirting with them and older people think it conveys harmless humour. So that's grand among your friends or family or whatever, but in the workplace, not good if you think your colleague is flirting with you. Uh, A new report is out uh, from Slack, which says that emojis are a great way to communicate, but people need to be aware of the different interpretations, particularly if it's different generations. So, for example, an older boss sending a winky emoji to a younger colleague, younger employee, probably not the best idea in the world. Anyway, those are the stories making the headlines. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is Newstalk.